Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I'm the author of the film review website, Quipster.net. I invite you to check out over 4,000 of my written reviews there anytime. Quipster.net is where to go. Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net is how to spell that. If you have any interest in films of the 1980s, I do a companion podcast to this called Around the World in 80s Movies. Just do a search for that, and you'll find it wherever you're listening to this right now. Today I'm going to be looking at a film that is currently out in theaters. It's getting a lot of good critical marks, so I decided to see it because I do love a good thriller. It's called Searching. It's a PG-13 rated film. It does have thematic content, some drug and sexual references, and language. It runs an hour and 42 minutes. John Cho is the main star with supporting roles going to Deborah Messing, Michelle La, Joseph Lee, and Sarah San. The director and co-screenwriter is Anish Shiganti. The other co-writer is Sev Ohanian. Now, Searching is kind of a somber suspense thriller. It plays like a mix of a couple of other social media savvy films. Catfish was the first one that came to mind as I watched this play out. Open Windows and Unfriended cover a lot of the gimmick of giving you the entire plot through the course of looking at electronic devices. So covering a lot of that material, it seeks to throw audiences based on the fact that much of our lives now involves online interactions with people we may not really know well and may not really be who they say they are at all. We start the film off somewhat similar to Pixar's intro to their film Up. You have a moving set of scenes in which a man named David Kim, he lives in San Jose, is played by John Cho. He experiences the joy of being both a husband and a father, only to lose out some of that when his wife ends up contracting cancer, leaves him eventually to raise their only child, Margot, on his own. As far as fathers go... He's very interested in seeing what happens to now teenager Margot, at least he thinks so, although she does have an independent streak that causes her to not exactly divulge everything that's going on in her life to him. And this comes into play when David stops getting messages from Margot, not just for hours, but days. He desperately is trying to find some way to figure out her whereabouts based on her social media friends, but soon finds that those friends are barely acquaintances in most cases, and some of those acquaintances may not even be who they say they are, enter a woman named Rosemary Vick, played by Deborah Messing. She's a detective and also a missing persons expert who seeks to help David find the right path to finding out exactly what happened to his daughter. Now, while Vick works on the case externally, David has to go through this painful process of reliving melancholy memories as he delves deeper into his wife's laptop to find information that she had meticulously kept on Margot and her contacts as a youngster. And that further increases the feeling that he has not paid as close attention to his daughter as her mother by not being able to even answer basic questions on where she might go or who she might see in her life on a day-to-day basis. Margot also left behind her own laptop, oddly, revealing to her father as he peels back the layers of her online persona that he knows very little of what goes on when she's not in his physical presence, which is not very much these days as a teenager. Now, actor John Cho, he's primarily known to most filmgoers from his comedy work. He gets to put on his dramatic acting chops here, and he delivers a pretty credible performance as a concerned father who soon comes to wit's end in trying to find his daughter at any cost. I don't necessarily buy the hot-headed nature of his character when he grows unhinged at not getting proper answers and he gets very physical, but I don't think the performance by Cho is so off in this respect that it negatively impacts the intrigue of the plot once it's mounted. Michelle Law, in her first film role as the daughter of Margot, 
she does a very nice job in support through a lot of video footage as the daughter who may be more troubled and unstable than her father had ever had any right to believe. Searching was produced by gimmicky low-budget thriller maestro Timur Bekmambatov. It's also co-written and directed by a first-timer, first-time feature filmmaker Anish Chaganti, although all of the action takes place across various screens, from cell phones to tablets to laptops to televisions to security cameras, and, and you name it, it probably gets displayed at some point throughout the course of this film. It does play out much more effectively than most other films that have tried to give us this kind of reality-based thriller drama a la found footage films as we're watching the search for information which in this day and age is done mainly digitally and from a distance so it's very plausible in that regard that the father would do all of his research online i mean where is he going to go really when he doesn't have any information or first-hand contact with any of the people that his daughter might know now the film only took about two weeks to shoot which is a very short shooting schedule it did not get completed, though, for another couple of years because there's a lot of editing and licensing involved in trying to create this online world that pushes forward the story from start to finish as appearing on all of the various screens that David might look at. The film does work as a mystery and a thriller with notions of every parent's nightmare, that is, of losing their child and perhaps losing their child permanently. That's even worse. It does score some pretty unique points on that theme. Even worse than losing a child for a parent is also the realization that in that loss, they find out that they never truly knew who their child was and what they might have been going through prior to that loss. And it also taps into that surreal feeling that any person who uses the internet gets when traversing through social media, finding out that nothing and no one are really what they truly appear to be in reality as compared to how they present themselves online. It's a very weird notion that you're trying to get to know somebody who really only wants to show you a certain part of themselves, or at least a persona that they've cultivated for many years to present themselves as appealing to other people online. Speaking as someone who's worked in IT for some time in my day job, I will say that there are a number of obvious shortcuts, some inconsistencies that the film takes in order to get us in the viewing audience from the beginning to its ultimate destination in an economical fashion. So I would say a healthy amount of suspension of disbelief is going to be called upon for those who are at least semi-savvy about, say, older versions of Windows or how to use Mac laptops, how social media sites run or the basic functionality of cell phones. In fact, I would say the weakest part of searching is that this artificial sounding dialogue occurs between David and anyone he might speak to live, like as phone conversations feel like script reading sometimes, and video chat programs like FaceTime seem to be used in ways that I personally have never experienced in my casual conversations with family and friends through that app. Another big weakness are the obvious tells that David stumbles into during his researching. You'll get a glimpse at an odd-looking newspaper article, for instance, or an awkward-looking photo, or maybe even a curious tidbit of information that's offered in conversation. Eventually, those things kind of stick with you as seeming like there's supposed to be more to that. And sure enough, all of those things make the reveals of the film that get employed later feel like they were expected because the pieces of the puzzle get put into place in many ways that we had a suspicion on during those moments at the onset of the film's plot. You know, I did mention that this has gotten a lot of good critical buzz. It has received approval from the vast majority of print and online critics, and I'm going to give it that as well. I do want to caution potential viewers to keep your expectations not so high, keep them a little bit more at bay. I do think that some viewers are no doubt going to be still enthralled by the nifty premise. 
but I would say that searching is more of an evolutionary genre piece. It's not really a revolutionary one. So I wouldn't, I'm not going to say that it's going to completely knock the socks off of most people, but I think it's going to entertain most people, although it was released theatrically and it has been doing relatively well in its run. I think it made about $20 million at the time of this recording after about a month in release. I don't think it would have been a big surprise to see a film like Searching get a straight to VOD release given that it has a lack of box office draw in the cast and a very modest budget. It does very much feel like something you would take in at home. It does have an inherent shoddiness, too, in its plotting. It's going to make a few eyes roll once it's all said and done, even if people are still with it like me. But I think that it eventually it does transcend some of the gimmicky nature of its plot by managing to stay on the positive side in allowing us to have a vested sympathy toward this family, Thanks to that opening sequence and some of the good performances here, it allows us to view this plot as something more meaningful to its characters beyond merely trying to solve it as a mystery. So I'm going to recommend searching for being a pretty engaging thriller, even if it may start to lose some people as as far as what exactly is going on through the film. Maybe I've seen too many thrillers like this. I'm going to give it a very modest recommendation, but still a recommendation of three stars out of four. Three stars on my scale means that I do recommend it for those people who like this kind of material. If you're into nifty thrillers, especially ones that go full bore into technology and how people actually do research on other people, and that weird notion that all of the information that you get online may not necessarily reflect reality, I think that this is an entertaining movie in that regard. But given the doldrums, generally speaking, of the September release schedule, it's definitely better than a lot of movies that are coming out at this time in the movie theaters. So three stars out of four goes to Searching. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this review. If you've already seen Searching or you're going to go see it based on my recommendation, I would like to know what you actually thought of it. You can find my contact information at my website, quipster.net, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. And until next time, thanks, everyone. And please enjoy your time anytime you get to go to the movies.